This is Paths to Product, a show about current product managers and how they transitioned into the role. I'm Pallavi Hikarikar, and on the show today, we interview Kanika Dutta, a student at the University of Waterloo who has completed PM internships at Tesla, Microsoft, and Credit Karma. Today, I'm joined by Kanika Dutta, who is an engineering student at the University of Waterloo and a former PM intern at companies including Tesla, Microsoft, and Credit Karma. Thanks so much for joining us today, Kanika. Hello. I'm happy to be here. Could you start off by telling us a little bit about your background, including where and what you're currently studying? Um, For sure. So I'm currently studying uh, management engineering at the University of Waterloo. Um, I'm assuming people don't know what that is. <laughs> so um, I preemptively always answer that question. And I say it's a combination of some software engineering, some um, data science and some business courses. So it's kind of like a melting pot on how to be a product manager is what a lot of employers have told me. Yeah, definitely. As some of the listeners might know, I actually also majored in management engineering at the University of Waterloo. So I am very familiar with having to explain the program. Um, When I talk about it, I often say that it's based off of traditional industrial engineering, which was really about optimization in manufacturing. Um, But like you said, we take um, programming classes, we take some economics classes, um, and because of the sort of breadth of what we study, I think it ends up being more around optimization in any industry. And I think the breadth of skills, like you said, definitely makes product management a very logical career path. So one thing that always surprises people is at the University of Waterloo, you have to complete six internships. Um, So can you walk us through your internships and tell us a bit more about what you did in each of those jobs? For sure. So um, I started off uh, interning at uh, Bombardier as um, it was it was an ambiguous role. I did a bit of software engineering, a bit of analyst work and a bit of project management. Um, it was okay. It wasn't anything, um, that I loved, um, because a lot of it was, um, software engineering work. And I think it was a good way for me to eliminate that from things I wanted to do, um, in the future. Um, and from there I transitioned into product management at Tribal Scale, uh, which is a small, um, startup in Toronto. Um, and it was great because I got a lot of, um, client facing experience at Tribal Scale, which, um, was actually beneficial for my future companies that I ended up working for. Um, and there I worked on a lot of web products. Um, so that was, again, a really good experience because um, I think the biggest thing I've noticed with a lot of these internships were the people I met and some of the strongest mentors that, I, um, that helped me throughout my product um, quote-unquote career, my intern career so far, um, I met them at Tribal Scale. So it was really good to kind of form those relationships early on. Um, And then from there, I interned at Tesla um, as a technical program manager. Um, And this was, so Tesla and Microsoft, both um, their title is program management. And a lot of the work that you do as a program manager intern there is part uh, program management or project management and part product. 
Um, there are a lot of companies that hire program managers on top of product managers, but Tesla and um, Microsoft, the PMs there share those responsibilities. Tesla was a bit of a, like I did partly, I did work on the hardware side of things um, on the seats team. And the other part of it was uh, working on the autopilot team uh, where I was running user stories and um, use, sorry, user studies and user interviews um, for a launch that they were planning. Um, and then from there, I transitioned to Microsoft um, as a program management intern last summer. Um, I was mainly working on um, the Inc. team uh, when I was working there. And a lot of that was um, leveraging Microsoft's um, cognitive ink services and finding use cases for that in the fintech and the medtech industry. Um, so a lot of it was working with enterprise businesses, um, which was great because um, it was a very different type of experience from working with more consumer facing businesses at tribal scale. Um, so it was good that I had the chance to experience how some of that went. Um, enterprise generally takes longer um, harder to scale, but that's where the money is. <laughs> so it was good to kind of experience that as well. Um, and then from there, I transitioned to Credit Karma, uh, where I worked as the product manager on the credit cards team. So a lot of the work there was, so I was working specifically on the monetization team. Um, and a lot of that focused on um, experiments and um, how to optimize the market, marketplace. Um, again, one of my favorite product experiences so far was at Credit Karma um, because it was a very fast paced team and the people I was working with were incredibly intelligent. They all came from very versatile backgrounds and um, I think at, at this stage, I really optimize for um, good leaders and good mentors um, and people to look up to in the workplace. And Credit Karma was one of the places um, where I was able to find some of the best mentors. That's awesome. It sounds like you've had a lot of really diverse product opportunities, which is great. So you mentioned that you started off at Bombardier doing a lot of different things, including software development. So what was it in your experiences that made you decide that you wanted to try a role in product management? Um. So I think one of them was just a process of elimination. Um, it was just, for starters, it was that I did not like software engineering. And that was the first thing that Bombardier helped me realize. Um, secondly, I, I knew that I always liked working with people. Um, I've worked with different nonprofits in the past and a lot of that required, I think a certain level of empathy because every person you're working with is very different. Um, every problem you're solving is very niche. And I honestly did not know what product management was at this point, um, but it was just talking to um, upper year students at Waterloo, um, telling them about things that I enjoyed doing, whether it was in my extracurriculars, whether it was um, things in school projects, and they're the ones who kind of introduced me to the concept of product management. Um, and before this, I had no idea what it actually was. Um, so that's, so I was going into my second internship. Um, it seemed like a really good intersection between tech and working with people. 
Um, so, and I saw that tribal scale was hiring for a product manager and I decided to just give it a shot without really knowing a lot of what product management would even entail. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think the mix of coming from a technical background, but then still wanting to be in a role where you get to interact with customers is a pretty common theme for why people with technical backgrounds tend to go into product management. So when you made that transition to product management and completed your internship at Tribal Scale, was there anything that kind of surprised you about the product management role? Um, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people say this. Um, I, I think this is a common misconception people have is that product manager is like the CEO of the product that they're working on. Um, but this is something that surprised me, not just at tribal scale. It was as I moved along through the different internships. And it was that a lot of, th there's a lot of contradiction between what you as a product manager want to build versus what you, um, versus what the customer or the client wants. And a lot of times it's, in my head, it's that, oh, a product manager is just supposed to build what the customer wants. I personally disagree with that now. So back then I was like, yes, the client asks us to build this and we do our best job to present that to them. But actually it's like a good product managers often have to have those tough conversations with their customers and their clients um, or their users and really help them understand what they even, what they don't know they want. And, I think that was one of the surprising things to me um, because I, I didn't really, I wasn't aware of this until um, I started working, until I started making more mistakes um, at my job. Um, so I would say the biggest um, surprise was that you're not always supposed to build what you're told. In fact, it is part of your job um, to truly help the user understand what they want. Yeah, that's an interesting perspective. From my experiences, what I've realized is you're not necessarily listening to the customer in terms of what feature they're telling you to build, but rather you're listening to the customer to understand the problem that they have. And then you as the product manager and then all the people on your team that you work with have the autonomy to decide what the right solution to that problem is. And so I think when we talk about the importance of talking to customers, it's really to understand the problems that the customers have exactly it's building that empathy early on um and i think ensuring that you don't let go of that empathy later as well because oftentimes what happens is you'll have a user interview at the beginning you'll understand their problems and you'll go ahead and build something but all successful pro uh, products that i've seen require constant iteration and feedback from the customer and the user as you're building the product along. So yeah, I completely agree with you. It's more so understanding the pain points that they're having and less about the features that they tell you they want. Definitely. So you talked us through what you did at the different companies. Um, and since you have so many different experiences, could you talk us through how your PM experiences differed across the companies in terms of kind of the nature of the role at these different places? Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of Microsoft is very, Microsoft just depends on the team. So I can 
specifically say the team or the project that I was working on was um, more on the enterprise side of things. My, my user was the banking industry and my user was the medical industry. And so it wasn't so much that I was building for like one specific user type. It was more so that I was helping an organization um, change their process or use Microsoft services to help change their process. And it was finding use cases and pain points that the entire process was having. Um, also, things at Microsoft moved relatively slower than things that Tribal Scale did or things at Tesla or Credit Karma. And that's just because Microsoft is really good at building things to scale. So it might take longer um, to get approval on a certain solution. You can't just come up with an idea, slack your manager, and then move on with it like you could at Credit Karma. But Microsoft was very much, it, it had a more formalized process than some of these other companies, um, which is a good experience to have because I think it's important to understand how to build products to scale. Um, but Credit Karma, on the other hand, was very, especially the team I was in, was very experimentation-based. So a lot of it was optimizing the marketplace. So a lot of the work was running A-B tests and iterating on those results. And those iterations can't take four months to implement. You have, let's say, a four-day window where if um, something is not, if a feature is not, is way below um, our weekly revenue or then you need to iterate on it as soon as possible. So those were two major differences that I saw between the two places. Um, I will say that it's important to have both experiences um, as a product manager. Um, because oftentimes a lot of the successful PMs at Credit Karma came from um, many of these um, large companies where they had learned how to build products to scale. They had learned the processes and then, then they were able to implement them um, at smaller companies like Credit Karma. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. I think it definitely does have to do with both size of the company and the scale at which you're building your product. And that was part of the reason I chose to join Microsoft, actually, because I wanted to work on a big product. And I see now the differences between working on something like Microsoft Excel versus working at a smaller company like Tile, even in the flexibility you have in how you can experiment. Because on a product like Excel, there's a much higher bar you have to meet before you can start experimenting with your customers, as opposed to a startup where you can come up with an idea and decide to test it with your customers without worrying as much about the impact that it might have. Yeah, I mean, there's pros and cons to both. I, I guess it just depends on the pace um, you like as a person and what you want to optimize um, learning at that point. Definitely. I find that sometimes people get into product management and because it can be so different from company to company, they realize that they didn't really fully understand what they were getting themselves into. And I think while a lot of people talk about all the positive things about product management, as with any role, there are some less than glamorous things. So I'd love to hear what your favorite thing, but also on the other side, what your least favorite thing has been about product management. Hmm. I think that my favorite thing is, honestly, I just, I view product management as problem solving. You're pretty much given a problem. Um, 
a lot of times it's the users that are facing a certain problem and you have to influence um, your team, whether it's your engineers, designers, data scientists, and come up with a solution to that problem. Um, and this is a common theme that I noticed across all my internships. Um, no matter how different they were, I was solving a problem. And that's what I love about it, that um, I think um, to some extent, there's always a right or wrong for um, with, with numbers. So when you're coding, there's always um, the best way to do it. And there's always um, a worse way of implementing a solution. But I think people are a lot more complicated. Um, and that's, that's kind of what I liked about product management, where you're ideally working with different types of people and, or at least the PM internships I've done, I've worked with people mainly. And you're working on finding the best solution for these people. And there's no right or wrong with people. Um, so I would say that's kind of my favorite part about being a product manager. Um, I would say my least favorite part, or at least the most challenging part, and something I'm trying to um, get better at is um, influencing your team. Um, I, I think to be a successful product manager, um, so I, I don't think successful product managers just tell their team members what to do. I think a lot of it is um, motivating your team members um, and influencing them to make the right decisions for the customer and for the project. And it takes a lot of practice and a lot of relationship building with your team um, in order to do that. So I would say that's the most challenging part of being a product manager and one of the most important parts of being a successful product manager. Yeah, that's a great answer. So thank you so much for sharing your experiences with us. And I want to transition a little bit now to hearing about the advice that you might have for other aspiring product managers, and in particular, aspiring PM interns, starting with the resume. Do you have any advice on how to craft a good product management resume? Um, yeah, so I, I think for starters, it's important to um, understand that, yes, product management is like, is definitely competitive and it's important to understand what type of product manager you want to be. There's a lot of product managers who come from very um, experienced technical backgrounds who have done five internships in um, as software engineers at very technical companies and now they're um, building products for developers and that's a kind of product management they've optimized in so that's what their resume showcases. There are people who've come from um, a very good user researcher background, and they understand people really well. So they're more on the um, consumer facing side of product management. So I think um, the first step would be to understand the type of product manager you wanna be, um, and then taking small steps um, in order to get there. Cause I don't think um, it's, I'm not saying it's not possible, but just given the amount of competition, it's definitely challenging to, um, get product management as your first internship. So I would start off by um, doing internships in areas that interest you. So it could be in data science, because I think data is very important to be a good product manager, or it could be in software engineering. And when you're in those internships, 
um, asking for work or trying to be on the strategy side of things as well. Um, when you're, when let's say a product manager at work gives you a certain task, um, understanding why you're building something for the customer and connecting it back to them. Um, so those are some ways um, I would start off, um, especially in like your first few internships to um, ensure that you place yourself in the shoes of the product manager. Um, even building side projects and um, doing extracurriculars that exercise those product management muscles. Um, it could be strategy work. It could be like an app that you built to solve a certain problem that you experienced. That is product management. Identifying a certain problem in the, in the industry and then using your technical skills to build it for the right user. That is typically what a product manager does and highlighting that aspect of it on your resume as opposed to the code that you used would be valuable. So I would focus more on the, the why behind the products you built as opposed to um, the code you used or the technical implementation of it. For sure. And I love what you said about if you start in a role that's not product, which I think is very common given that product is a role where companies are generally asking for years of experience. And so it's not usually the first internship you're going to get. So I love what you said about trying to think like a PM and connecting it back to the user. I think especially if you're a developer, it's very common to be very focused on just the technical implementation and you can kind of lose sight on why it is you're building what you're building. And I think if you start thinking like a PM, then you can gain experiences that you can highlight on your resume to say, hey, even though I was a software developer, these are the PM-like things I did, which I think also maybe helps explain why you're looking to transition into product management as well. Exactly. So can you talk a little bit then about how you went about preparing for product management interviews? So I know you did these like four or so PM internships, but I'm sure you did a lot more interviews throughout the process. Do you have any advice on how listeners should go about preparing for interviews? Yeah, so I think PM interviews have um, a common structure. And at the end of the day, I think it's like being successful at PM interviews is a lot about practice um, because a lot of companies ask similar questions and the questions itself might not be similar, but they're all trying to test the same abilities and that's problem solving, design skills, thinking on your feet. So those are some of the things that they're testing. Now, once you figure out what they want to see in you, which, which are some of these skills, I would start off by, um, reading some um, some of the more common prep books out there, like Decode and Conquer, Cracking the PM Interviews. Um, I think those are two books that every um, person prepping for interviews should definitely read. Um, they give you a bit of a structure on how to answer product design questions, which are um, yeah, which are very important for PM interviews. Um, and then once you understand some of that structure, I would say practice. You can find sample questions online. Um, you can find a buddy who's also prepping for product management interviews. And then you guys can pair up and take turns asking each other questions and prepping for the interview. 
You can also reach out to um, your school's alumni network and maybe people you've worked with at previous companies. If you haven't worked as a product manager, maybe as a software engineer, you worked with the product manager. You can ask them to mock interview you and you can ask them to answer a certain question to see how they would answer it. Um, and one thing I'm going to say is don't be alarmed if you're all over the place during your first few interviews or during your first few um, practice interviews. Um, my first um, product design interview, I answered it within five minutes. And everyone knows that product design interviews should not take five minutes to answer. There's a certain structure to it. You're supposed to ask questions. You're supposed to truly um, focus on the different aspects that the interviewer is looking for. So the first few interviews might not be perfect, but I would, I would definitely advise to keep going and keep practicing because the more you practice, the, the more natural it is for you to answer questions like that. For example, before, if someone would ask me, um, how would you design a microwave for the blind? I would sit and I would write down the acronym of the structure I would use, and then I would answer everything in a very robotic way. The goal is to transition from that robotic way of answering to a natural way of, and of answering the question the way a product manager would do on the job. And that will come with practice. So yeah, just to summarize, read the two books. Um, you can YouTube product management interviews to see how people answer them. Um, there's productmanagementexercise.com. Um, they have a lot of Q&A. So they have a question and then people have answered that. And then um, actually start practicing. I think practicing is the most important part of it. Yeah, that's really great structured advice. And I agree that when you first start off, you are a little robotic and just trying to follow the framework. But after a while, you learn how to not only be more conversational, but also make that framework your own by maybe adding something to it or maybe there's, you know, a more creative take you have on it that helps you stand out from everyone else that's probably just reading the same framework and is going through the same motions. So the last question I have for you today then is if you could give our aspiring PM listeners, especially those that are still in college looking for PM internships, only one piece of advice, what would that top piece of advice be? I would say reflect on why you want to be a product manager. Um, because I think, a, I, I think it sounds like a very glamorous position and a lot of people want to get into product management because it seems like you're the boss and you're telling everyone what to do. Um, when in reality, that's not what product managers do. A lot of times um, they help build products that they might not agree with, but just because of restrictions, they have to build certain things. And it's definitely not a glamorous role. Um, so I would say find, truly talk to product managers in the industry. Um, shadow product managers at your internships, um, see what they do on a day-to-day, -day. Um, understand how they think, why they think a certain way, um, and what they gain from that role to truly understand whether that's something you want out of your career. Um, I definitely think product management has, um, a lot of people wanna go into it because it seems like a very glamorous position and um, 
it's a nice title to have. Um, and it's great. I mean, I, I love being a product manager. I think, um, I think I get to work with, a, work with a lot of people and solve some really cool problems, which is something that I really enjoy. Um, but truly reflecting on why you want to be a product manager um, is something that I would implore people to do. I think that's a great answer. And I think every product management interview I've had, I've been asked why I want to be a product manager. And I think if you don't have a clear narrative or a compelling reason, I think interviewers can usually see past that. So if you think your reason is you're going to get to boss people around or you think that it's a super glamorous role where you don't have to do a lot of work, I think people can see through that really easily. And so I think having a clear why is super important. And I love that piece of advice. And just to add to that, I think even understanding the type of product manager you want to be um, is what would be valuable. And you don't need to know the answer right now. I think I'm still trying to figure out the type of product manager I want to be um, and what specific industry I want to focus on for the near future. Um, but even having some sense of whether you want to be on the very technical side of things or whether you want to be on the strategy side of things, um, truly understanding the type of product manager you want to be is also very valuable, um, especially when it comes to interviews. And because that will also help you prepare for the interview with that perspective. And that will that is what will set you apart from other candidates. For sure. And I think there is some of that preparation you can do by talking to people that are PMs in different industries or maybe working on consumer versus enterprise products or things like that. But then I think a certain part of it just comes from experiencing what it's like to be a PM in different companies and different situations. And I think it's all sort of a learning experience. By trying different things, I think you can eventually narrow down what it is you do and don't like. And I think there are so many product roles out there that it's hard to make that decision without having experienced many of them. Agreed. And and th there could be a chance that you end up hating your first product role, um, but you thrive in a very different type of product role. So just within product, there are so many different types of industries that it's okay if you don't like your first role because there's always more to explore and more to learn. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Kanika, for joining us today and taking the time to share your experiences and advice. I think our listeners will really appreciate it. For sure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us on this special intern episode of Paths to Product. If you're looking to pivot to product management and want to suggest a transition to cover, or have transitioned into product management yourself and want to be featured, reach out to us at pathstoproduct.com. See you next week. Thank you.